Hey guys, welcome back to Carbscast. With Joe and Christian, no guests this week. Uh, I was looking forward to doing, Yeah, I was looking forward to just me and you chatting shit, man. Yeah. Uh, well, pointless content, yeah. <laughs> that's it. So, um, I mean, we're in an interesting time anyway where loads of content's going out from you. Um, yeah, big song. Because a lot's going on. And you're you've been launching the coaching. You're yeah, and and I tell I tell you what, mate, as well. Like the amount of positive messages it brings when people are like, "Mate, honestly, the the stuff you're putting out every day like keeps me going." Like I don't do it because of that. It's just a, a net result of it, and that's class. Because I know it's cheesy and stuff when people send that. Well, not cheesy, but some people see it as that but i when i read that i'm like man that's fucking sick yeah. like you know being able to motivate people that are fucking probably stuck in a bit of a rut knowing what to do at home and stuff it's class man. yeah for sure man i mean i'm sure we're both getting there like oh, you know kind of and i've had i had a, a sort of day the other day where i started kind of noticing myself feeling a bit anxious and freaking out about mm just sort of not being able to go anywhere but then i kind of give myself a talking to like you don't fucking go anywhere anyway it's just like the the looming like or even freedom aspect i think yeah yeah and it's something that i didn't even use but then it's gone you start but yeah in terms of like training and stuff it's nice to at least provide some you know some relaxation to people yeah they're freaking out about it yeah i've actually embraced that because was chatting to a good friend the other day about it. And if this had happened a year ago, I probably would have gone into absolute meltdown. Mm. And now it's me on the other end sorting everyone else's stress, yeah. telling them this is what you should do, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, receiving a, a shitload of messages from clients is quite stressful, but sorting them out and then seeing them come out of it better is like, oh man. That's so good. It makes you feel good. And I've been probably 10 times less stressed than I normally would be in this situation. What do you put that down to? How have you done that in the last year? Um, Realising that, well, one, uh, there's not many times where there's an excuse to not nail everything. Okay. Throughout this quarantine stuff, I haven't missed a meal. I haven't missed a training session. I haven't missed a cardio session because all of the stuff is in my control. And it's like, okay, I can't go to a certain shop because the queue's massive. Like, it's to someone because they were like, oh, how are you finding getting food? I can't, I can't queue outside Tesco and stuff. It's just mental. I'm like, don't go to the supermarkets where there's massive queues. I've got a little co op, five minute walk from my house that's one of the little tiny ones. Well, keep your diet simple enough and you won't run out of stuff. They've yeah. got everything. I understand in a sense when, when this is someone that's like lost their job, maybe they've got a few kids that are dependent on them, you know, under five years yeah. old, around super stressed. Maybe they don't have the time to go and do, I, I get that. But I mean, for 90% of us, what else have we got to fucking do apart from go and queue up anyway? Like, yeah, like, Someone messaged me, oh, mate, I've been, I've been furloughed from work. I don't know what to, and I said, okay, firstly, 
calm down and think, you know, when you wake up tomorrow, you haven't got to go to the job that you hate and they're still paying you. Yeah, that is crazy. Press you. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that sounds was, good. I'd probably take that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. And I said, you can eat when you want. You can train when you want because you've got equipment at home. Oh, what are you worried about, man? Yeah, yeah that's cool. I, I haven't actually thought of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyone that has messaged me saying, oh, well, I can't go to work. I'm like, well, you hate your job anyway, bro. So fucking embrace it. Yeah. Chill out. Oh. Yeah, we spoke about that on, um, so me and Jazz have been doing a live every week. Every Saturday night, we've been doing a live. Been loving them, man. Do you like them? Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. You know, the first one, I was really high. Like I didn't see the first one. I, I, like I was like sat there sweating. Jazz says there's like, she's like, there's steam coming off you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but we got, we got on one of those typical, like, when you're a bit fucked up conversations and I was saying like the perspective here that was really interesting for me I think it made more sense then than it does now but think about this right for everyone that that wants to do something right for everyone that's got a dream goal that a job occupation that they want to do what did what this virus has shown us is how labile actually your safe job is like look you can lose a job that you don't even fucking like yeah. You might as well fail. Take as a blessing in disguise. Yeah, well, look at this, right? How safe is it if it's gone like that? So you could fail at that. Well, you could also fail at doing your dream job. You might as well fail trying that because neither of them are truly safe. Yeah. I, I will be... I don't think... Well, I can't get slated for saying this because I'm just being honest. This thing's probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. You've definitely come out on top, yeah. It's not without been, a doubt. It's not been good for me so far. Um, and that's why I didn't want to say it because it's not me bragging mm. or like that. But it's my work intake has multiplied by a lot. Yeah, and it's made me realise a lot about myself, a lot. And I take this as a massive blessing and. Like I said, probably the, one of the better things to have ever happened. What was interesting was I thought that I'd, one, lose loads of clients, and two, not have any inquiries. Mate, in the last, like, three days, I've had more inquiries than I'm, I don't coming out of my ears. Mate, because, I've had about 15 in two days. Yeah, it's crazy. And do you think, <laughs> I thought I was going to flop, but I, a lot of it is for that quarantine sort of special. And yeah, but at the same time, Joe, it's like, like everyone's clients are different and a lot of whoever's leaving or whatever is look at the draw because at the end of the day, if someone yeah. does a job and they have income and they're not a advanced bodybuilder, they're not going to keep paying. Yeah, so people like me and there's people like Tom Hames, good example, we, we'll only work, we only tend to work with very specific situations. So our client retention is great, you know. Still, I think you are one of my newest clients. We've been working together for ages. Because, 50 weeks. Yeah, I've, a lot of my clients are three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. Things like me, Savannah and Matt are probably your oldest. Uh, yeah. I've got a couple. What, what, a, what a threesome that is, literally. What? 
<laughs> I can't. Th- I can't think about that. Um, yeah, mate, Matt, Jesus. I remember, mate, the last time Matt came round. Did I tell you when he just he came round yeah. <laughs> with his whole house? Yeah, God. yeah. Guys, and I saw him, and he's telling me all these like dating stories and stuff. The guy's an animal. <laughs> when you look at him, I think, man, that guy's good looking. <laughs> Yeah, he is, he is a, a handsome guy. Who did I say was, was good looking? And then everyone in the group called me gay the other day. Oh, no. I said, let's be honest, CrossFitters do look better than, than bodybuilders. Oh, uh, I thought, no. I said someone was good looking today and someone called me gay in the group. Um, Luke, the same person that went off on me. I think, yeah, I think he's got a bit of an insecurity there, Luke. Who? It was. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Luke um, Hoffman's. Yeah, got insecurity. Yeah. And who was it? I said it's a good looking bastard. I can't remember. No, it was my client. It was my client, John. Oh, yeah. John Gill. Yeah, he's a fucking good looking bastard. He is. He's, he's one of those sort of classically, like, he's got one of those aesthetic physique shapes and chiseled jaw. Yeah, got re- really good shape, really good genetics, tattooed, like, fucking pearly whites. They're not, they're not real teeth. No, no, I remember him getting them done. They were like fucking glow in the dark at night. I've got really white teeth. I haven't. Which is odd, because I, I, I just like brush them and that, right? I would, I would consider getting mine done, I think. But would you? Is that too much? Uh, Do you want to know? Uh, a crazy pruned, but not, not too pruned. You are. <laughs> when me and Jazz had been together, what was it, a year or something, you made me go to the dentist? Yeah. I went to the dentist and they said, the last time you came, was 13 years ago. <laughs> Bro, I won't go to the dentist. I'm not like scared of it or anything. I just never went. No, it's Would you like go to the phobia to me. Oh, it's not a phobia. But I, said, but I remember saying, like, would you go to a doctor if there was nothing wrong with you? Why am I going to the dentist if there's nothing wrong with my teeth? Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, for a, a quick polish up. Yeah, well, he, looked my, he looked at my teeth and was like, yeah, they're fine. I thought, so. and for him to poke, poke his... His hands in my mouth going, yeah, uh, E3 erupted or something. <laughs> they squirt it, right? Yeah, I, I had five teeth out when I was younger. Five and and fuck me, Joe. Like, I'm not great with pain anyway. It doesn't hurt. It, we're going to numb your mouth, bro. I felt fucking everything. Like, you can't not feel someone ripping your teeth out. No, I, I've had five teeth out and I didn't feel anything. I got up. Uh, the baby teeth, though, yeah. No, no, I was, in, I was uh, like a teen. Oh, no, yeah, they yeah. Were big, like fully grown teeth. Okay. Overcrowding, and then um, I got up out of the seat. I was, there was obviously blood everywhere, and I'm too fat. I'm not great. I'm not great with like a lot of blood. Like if I cut myself, you know, I'm not fucking passing out. But <laughs> blood, like I don't, I don't like that. So got up out of the seat. Passed out, fell down the stairs. Yeah. Got was vomiting sick everywhere, and then got up again, passed out, and then ever since that, like after I had all my retainers and stuff like that, I was like, I'm never going to the dentist again because every time I went after, even if it was just him checking up on me and and poking his hands in my mouth and stuff, I'd get up and pass out. Mm. Just, just it's a big fear, man. I hate like you know when people say, oh, I've got this thing on stuff. I'm like, nah, don't talk about it, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Hate it, man. Ooh. 
have, have I not shown you the pictures from my leg surgery? Uh, I yeah, stuff like that, I don't mind. I've seen that. That's gruesome as fuck. Yeah, I don't know what it is with teeth, man. No, it's t like mouth area. Yeah, the, yeah, the mouth area. Didn't you want to talk a bit about what um, we've been doing? With yeah, cause only because it's a hot topic at the moment, isn't it? What, what do you want to talk about? Coronavirus is up there on the on the viral feeds. People have forgotten about coronavirus, and instead, it's been replaced by Christians Pete Week. <laughs> Worldwide news: coronavirus yeah. last week. <laughs> it's good though because, like, as much as they're learning from like what I'm doing, I'm learning obviously at the same time, and this, this is one of the main reasons for well, you know, the main reason for doing the, the photo shoot, but we. I have to be careful with what I say and stuff at the moment, but um, it's the learning through this thing is more important. Yeah, I think that's really why, since you're launching yourself as a coach, let's say, well, you, you've been coaching for a long time, but it's, it's a more serious role for you now. If, if you're going to have someone go through show or a photo shoot like this, you want to be able to understand those, those mechanisms. So as we've been going, we've been kind of, you know, I've been it or at least trying my best to kind of explain each section. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if, if I, if I ask, you tell me, so, yeah. and it's like, you do, you do explain it in uh, Christian Chapman knowledge terms as well. Yeah. Which is actually a good learning curve for me because I know what it is in my head. I know the mechanism, but then sometimes it's hard to say it. Yeah. It's like, I prefer the, okay, why are we swapping this? Um, okay, let's just say, why am I swapping this drug and this drug or whatever? Mm -hmm. And we would answer, I'm like, mate, what? And you're like, well, you'll probably you'll appear harder and drier on this than you would on this. Yeah. 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 Whereas I, I have to be told like that because the other stuff, it, not that I don't understand, but it just it would go over my head. I won't remember it as that. Do you know what? I had this last night where I was talking to Scott. Again, I don't want this to sound arrogant, but like me and Scott were talking and I was thinking, this is what people must sometimes feel when I'm talking to them because it's like he's just saying words. Yeah. <laughs> I had to be like, Scott, hold on. Hold on. Because I'm, I'm writing at a million miles an hour and he's talking about uh, cross-binding reactivity with nandrolone and estrogen receptors, which I do know a bit about, but then we, it gets to this point where I'm like, whoa how yeah, certain metabolizing right. nandrolone can be catabolic past this kind of inverted U-dose dependent response. And I'm like, okay, what metabolite, uh, this metabolite, this downstream pathway. And I'm like, okay, let's go one at a time. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you know, I'm talking to Scott, bro. I get off the phone. I'm like, what? love that he messages you and he's like, Hey, can you, uh, have <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Scott is just, um, you know, he, he is the, I'm confident to say, the best mind in the industry. Yeah. There's, there's no one that's been around for that long that knows that much, that has both that much practical and book knowledge, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, before we hit record, we were talking about protein intake at this point. So I did have a question come through and well, I've had numerous questions about it, but the one that stuck in my head is because I like the guy, <laughs> you know, um, Mike, uh, biceps banter guy. Yeah. 
Do you remember when he did that fucking video on YouTube? And it was like, um, when the logbook scares you. But, you know, yeah, that was funny. Right, that was one of the funniest <laughs> videos I've ever fucking watched. Um, he just said, just out of a question of sheer interest, how can protein set so high right now? And uh-huh. like, for, for reference as well, everyone, on our push-up, um, so since me and you started working together, and at the first phase of the diet, protein was at 40 a meal. Like, that was the max it was when we first started. Right. So when, we were, when we were at a push-up phase, we were at 200 grams of protein a day um, from, like, direct. And this week, we, we've slowly crept it up throughout the diet anyway, haven't we? So we went to 50 at one point. As we were pulling carbs down, we were pushing protein up. So 50 a meal. Then probably like a couple of months ago, it was like 60. And then this, <coughs> this week and a bit, bless you, Sorry. this week has been 70 a meal. Now, let's test your putting it into layman's terms. Now, now that you've been working on doing that, what would you say the reasoning behind this is? Obviously, yeah. is the main one, I think, when you're coming into a more of a deficit. Well, so as you mentioned, we did incrementally move protein up through this process as a means. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said incrementally, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Rewind. (laughs) The word for that, gradually. Yeah, there we go. So over time, we, we moved protein intake up as a means to control satiation, I think, firstly. Um, as you know, overfeeding on protein, there's plenty of data to show that it's not going to be lipogenic in nature, which means adding fat. Yeah. Yeah. So if you overfeed on protein, you're not going to gain body fat. So as we pulled food down to control hunger, we, we moved protein up as long as the GI handled it well. Um, we could argue that, Protein has a, a large net thermic effect, um, TEF, the thermic effect of feeding, more so than other macronutrients. So relatively would expend more calories in the nutrient breakdown and partitioning process, right? So although that's a very low contribution to your deficit, but some contribution uh, nonetheless. And depending, yeah. on, depending on where you're, protein was you know there could be a muscle sparing effect you probably wouldn't yeah. want to be in considerably low protein when getting very very lean although and anecdotally i will just throw this in even on my rest days like when when we were pushing before this you know feeding time um when it, it was 60 protein per meal um zero carb uh, zero fat apart from veggies and to be honest i don't think i felt hunger at this uh, uh, in the diet and if you were to take veggies out of it it's like 14 1500 calories a day most people would be starving on that i was very well satiated so, yeah yeah so it does work 
you don't really tend to get a lot of physical hunger when you when you program things that way but obviously psychological hunger and cravings that, that that's going to be there because boredom hunger boredom hunger yeah you're you're in a relatively low um environment of substrate availability so uh, substrate meaning things that are going to uh, things that you eat that provide energy that's a you know i'm having to use these awful explanations for these terms but technically that's what we're talking about you've got low body fat so low energy availability low glucose and triglyceride amounts in the both in the muscle cell and actually dietarily prior to being pushed into any cell so you know you're going to crave um these what we'd call hyper palatable foods right things that are dense in both carbohydrates and fats um junk food you, you could say um now back to the protein thing uh aside from what we mentioned there's no real necessary benefit in these first two phases of your peak so I, i've kind of got your peak split up into three phases you could call right so phase one would be carb prime or Fat the higher fat days. Yeah. Phase two would be the carb up. And phase three, which is to come tomorrow, will be the dry out. What what does that entail? Well, so phase one would wake, be, wake up tomorrow and find out. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the, the dry out phase? Yeah, yeah. Well, it really depends where you are in your pre-bed and, and morning photos. I'd yeah. quite like to see you spilled fairly considerably by tonight. And and when you say spilled, obviously I know what you, well, I half know what you mean, but what are you expecting to see from a spilled look like? Okay. Hard to describe because I've just seen it so many times, but here's, I'll do my best. I was about to make hand signals, but people are listening to this. Let me try and use words. So you've got, Imagine a pool of blood, right? So, or, or a flow of but blood. But also, is it is it physique dependent? As in, you know where I hold body fat because you've been coaching me so long. Is it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dependent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. This is something that you'll have to recognise on yourself. Um, yeah. Areas that you hold inflammation tend to hold fluid, tend to hold body fat, and the discrepancies that you see between flat, full, and spilled. Yeah. It's, it's not universal. Yes, cool. And the degree to which each happens is highly biologically into individual as well. Like I've had clients that I just couldn't spell. Yeah, I think we might be surprised with pictures tonight. I don't know. I don't know if that's because I'm feeling like, you know, like when you've eaten a lot of food, you're like, fuck me, I do not want to put pants on now and pose. Yeah. Like, a, like, like yesterday... I felt fucked. Well, not fucked, but like, I felt, man, I'm going to look awful. And I took the pictures and I thought, actually, that's not too bad. Yeah, you're well, about 60% there on those photos. Uh, um, it, you know, after we saw a little bit of that inflammation wash off overnight, the pictures this morning, you're about 60% there. Okay. Um, we'll see tonight. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, spilled. So imagine you've got your, let's say you've got, your blood and then a, um, a muscle cell, right? And you've got some nutrients in that blood. And there, there's a space between the, the blood and, and the cell. 
this is not necessarily physiologically correct, but this is a good way to explain it, right? Um, so nutrients are flowing in the blood and, and there's X amount of muscle cells, and Y amount of nutrient, yeah? Um, in this case, glucose. And that's occupying muscle cells because they're, they are glucose devoid. There's space to occupy glucose in this muscle cell as glycogen. So yeah. they're getting pushed in. And then there's a point that all your muscle cells are going to fill up and, and you're, gonna, you're not going to have space to store um, these nutrients as glycogen anymore. And they're going to end up in this kind of interstitial layer in between that blood and the muscle cell. Um, and that's a, a different look when you've got sort of like extracellular nutrients sitting in, in that subcutaneous layer. If you imagine a, a, a GDA, a glucose disposal agent, this is what they're supposed to do, dispose of glucose that would otherwise be in that, that area, be force it through and jam it into a cell, right? Um, so when, when you're spilled, you're essentially all of that, all of your muscle cells are full and, and you're now spilling into that, that um, interstitial subcutaneous layer and it will appear like extracellular fluid, right? And, yeah. and then what, what we do there, or at least my thought for you is, we know that you're full now. We got your intramuscular triglycerides full. We've got your intramuscular glycogen full. Now we just need to hold that whilst we wash off whatever's in that subcutaneous layer. So would that be a case of, let's say I am spilled, and this is not me trying to dig at what we're going to do tomorrow, because, mate, I had a quick, you know um, Abraham? Mm. My, my Bezzy, the one in London we went to visit, and, and Kieran. Yeah. Group chat. And then um, Kieran, well, what's, what he's done three days of fat, he's done a couple of days of carbs, what's he doing tomorrow? I said, look, I, I genuinely don't know. Like, I wake up, sending pictures and that's what I get told there and then I said I have five minutes of a little bit of stress of like I've got to organize my food I've got to get this blah 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 but I genuinely enjoy the waking up and thinking fuck what do I get what am I doing today yeah I find that interesting so I'm not trying to dig I'm trying to I don't know probably educate this stuff because I don't care what I do tomorrow or whatever but is it a case of Staying full and trying to wash off the fluid we've gained by an intake food that will, like a, like a maintenance, sort of, or, or to, um, do you know what I mean? So, there are a couple of things will be, will be happening here. So, we know that you're full. So we, or depending on your photos, let's say you've spilled perfectly. Uh, you wake up tomorrow morning, you've dried off a bit overnight and you're absolutely full, but we need to get a little bit of that total body water off. Yeah. So manipulating sodium. So manipulating electrolytes and fluid intake could be used to hormonally flush that fluid. Yeah. So, yeah your weeks out and we've established you have you are sat homeostatically at a relatively high level of of sodium so because your fluid intake was so high mm. we've we've locked sodium at about 8000 milligrams per day yeah mm -hmm. 
that your your fluid intake is greatly more excessive than what I would typically see. Yeah. Um, but that's where you said you were thirsty. So sodium's pretty high there. Um, I can remember the last person I peaked was just a, a gallon of fluid with 5,000 milligrams of sodium a day. But anyway, for you. So I'm, I'm 10 gallons. <laughs> it's more than that. <laughs> 11 litres there. Um, so, you and, and if you haven't locked in something like that, you'd want to have maybe at least seven to 10 days of the same sodium to fluid intake. Uh, at least you've nailed down your electrolyte balance by then. Anyway, so sodium and fluid would be manipulated. So in this way, they'd be reduced so that we could drive a physiological response. So um, what am I thinking? There, and there's a couple of things here, like eating salty food is quite nice and drinking more water reduces hunger. So um, some people like nailing this, but we've done this the whole time. This is usually something I have to check people on a couple of weeks prior. Um, still on the, the sodium, well, let, let's say, should we go with the electrolyte thing here? So maybe I'm thinking because you, your photo shoot's on a Friday, maybe for you about, yeah, so about, but I'm, I'm pretending this peak like it's gonna be this Friday. Yeah. So I would, I'm gonna increase your fluid for a, in fact, I'll probably, because I'm thinking, what time's the photo shoot gonna be? Early, like 9 a.m. No, oh, it's early. Yeah. Okay, so I'll actually, yeah, I'll be doing this from tomorrow morning, I say, for about, yeah, about eight hours, I would drastically increase your fluid intake. Jesus. Which, which is why I said, fucking hell, you're drinking so much, it's going to be difficult to manipulate. Mm. Um. Definitely. Oh, mate, I could, I could drink more. Well, so this is why practice runs good. Because if we yeah. got to this point on the actual week, I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, so maybe you'd be drinking that 11 litres, whatever. I'm not recommending anybody do this. You'd be doing that in half the time you typically would, for example. So that would be doubling your rate of fluid intake for the first part of the day before the shoot, yeah? Mm. I, so very much depends on the person, how much fluid they drink, et cetera, et cetera. But for you, this is an example. Um, a healthy set of kidneys would probably be okay with that. Although, <laughs> you know, again, I'm looking at the timing and how we sequence when we drop the water and how you're looking tomorrow is going to guide how I do it on the actual day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and with you being quarantined, it's good because you'll be able to go and piss constantly. Mm -hmm. um, so sodium for the start of the day would be just your normal rate. Um, and I would probably drop your sodium maybe three to four hours prior to pulling the fluid but I'm going to want a few photos tomorrow. Yeah. 
So your sodium intake is going to be normally, but you're just going to cut it dead. Um, maybe three to four hours before you drop the fluid, um, which is going to create a strong flushing effect. Yeah. Um, I'll probably drop your fluid because it's at 9 a.m. That's quite good. We could probably drop it at 9 p.m. and be fine. Um, but we'll see, of course. Um, so that's the consideration of electrolyte balance. So ridden fluid, we're talking about diuresis, yeah? There's loads of stuff you can do to drive diuresis. We mentioned protein, yeah? Mm -hmm. So if you increase protein intake um, above normal levels, you generate urea, which generates an osmotic um, gradient. I'm trying to say, I'm just saying words now, aren't I? Um, so you get renal excretion, which causes diuresis. So essentially, upping protein, you're gonna, it, it has a diuretic effect. Okay, cool. Also, if we revert back to just a trace carb, sort of higher fat approach, that's obviously going to have a diuretic effect because you're not pulling in fluid with carbohydrates. Yes, yeah. Um, and if you did potentially deplete any intramuscular glycogen in those in um, your last training session since we fat loaded, we could put a little bit more fat in here just to make sure that's topped off, yeah? Mm. Um, obviously pharmaceutical diuretics can be used I don't personally use pharmaceutical diuretics with anybody um, there are some herbal diuretics that's good to know because um, I won't say who <laughs> but he messaged me we were talking about stuff like this and uh, he said oh I've got, I've got a diazide if you need it for the shoot <laughs> and I said I hope not so, I mean, what we're essentially doing is recreating that effect via electrolyte balance. Doing it, doing it naturally, a natural diuretic. The, the problem like vitamin C, dandelion or whatever. Yeah, dandelion's great. Vitamin C, um, B6, very safe. Um, you need to, me to get any of that, by the way. Please say I don't have any. All right, get them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are also things that are like icing on the cake that I would say have for the actual week. Um, so these are water-soluble vitamins which require renal filtration for excretion. So, so da dandelion root? Yeah, dandelion, um, B6, or just a, a B vitamin complex and vitamin C. Um, just for anyone listening, don't take excessive vitamin C. A gram is enough. Like... Um, because you could shit yourself whilst you're water loading quite easily. Um, what's um, <laughs> what's the optimal dandelion root dosage? Uh, I think 200 milligrams is the effective dose. The thing is, I go back and forth on dandelion because in the literature, the mechanism of action isn't clear and it appears just to be high in potassium, which is why it seems to drive diuresis. Um, your potassium intake is already pretty high, so it's not something that I'd be that bothered about you taken okay. um a good trick is just uh, uh, the best diuretic in my experience is uh caffeine so i'd rather do that than buy shit to be honest yeah so depending on what your current caffeine intake intake is um hopefully not excessive you could just increase it by maybe half uh the day before the show and then 
I have w w one serving of Monster, and if I'm training, I have Scoop of Stimmy Max Black, that's it. Yeah, so you'd maybe just increase that a little bit, but just, we, we want to keep it prior to 2 p.m. Yeah. Um, just a small increase relative to your normal consumption, that's important. Um, try to think of any other supplements. Um, a good tip, actually, the day before is sleeping on a head down tilt. This is something I got from Scott. Um, you can put some bricks under like the foot of your bed. So with your feet up. Yeah. Or so legs up. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah. I've you got a uh, like a, a a footboard at the end of the bed, so I can just put my feet on that. Yeah. Um, other things to consider here that we haven't done this peak that we will be doing the, the main things is to remove any supplementation that drives water retention like uh, growth hormone testosterone your him being um, which I don't uh, use anyway so. females uh, birth control that contains ethanol estradiol which is pretty much all of them um, progestins um, I'm not a doctor so I'm not recommending you stop taking prescription medication but um, they're all things that can potentially hold fluid and if you're trying to be as dry as possible you would want to eliminate them also just eliminate stress um, chill out which at the moment well I'm in perfect situation to do that yeah um, not <laughs> hard to say if you've got a show I usually just recommend people like out, but a funny move on whatever. Um, that's a dry white wine. <laughs> well, you know, this is funny because I think that's the actual only good thing for it is uh, that's what I was gonna say. Female is the actual stress relief of probably having it and chilling out, yeah, yeah, any kind of properties of it that dry you out. No, I mean, alcohol has a highly subtle diuretic effect, but it would have been offset by the amount of fluid that it contains in a, in wine specifically. So, yeah. And then, essentially, after we've done all that, what happens when you wake up on Friday morning, bro? It could range from eating nothing to eating like a shitload meal, man. I just need to, I need to see what you look like when you wake up. So, yeah. Like, are you full? Are you dry? I'll have to sort of look at your weight, look at your photos, and then just use what I know from looking at you to determine that. And that's why I want to be with you on the actual day. Um, because then I'll be able to see very clearly what's going on. Still there? Yeah, just muting, because obviously you know where I am, because you can see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm going to sit down with um yeah i always feel better and i feel like i look better with no food in me but i mean it depends because if you wake up super flat which does happen um i'm trying to think of a good example here you go who i'd never thought it would happen to justin McEwen on his show day he woke up just flat as a pancake i was like what the hell and um I sent him out to get one of those like American breakfasts with pancakes and shit. And yeah, I was gonna. I was. That's what I was next gonna ask. Like, is yeah. someone 
take on that and you say a shitload, what do you mean or well um to... it the thing is if you're in shape so if you're actually lean enough um and if you're actually waking up pretty flat even if you're not there's nothing that you can eat in that meal that's gonna spill you over if you've done the dry out procedure properly you know but the issue is gi distension and you know actually controlling your gut so you don't want to go and eat foods that are going to just fuck you up um so we need to just sort of look at how that last week's gone how aggressively did you have to carb load to actually spill did you even spill and get as full as you could done are you fully dry and did that dry out procedure work reflect on these and act on them if you're not fully dry keep drying out so you probably just put some protein in don't drink anything just get some protein in to drive diuresis and carry on the rest if you wake up dry as shit but very flat you probably need to eat if you had to cram carbs in to get full and you're still not full you're probably going to have to go out and eat a high sodium kind of in air quote shit quote um shitload meal kind of thing that you know you can handle well if you didn't push the carbs that hard and you're a little bit flat you know, just eat something very easy, maybe some rice cakes so you don't have to actually um, put in much more fluid if you want to stay as dry as you are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, kind of the reason why I've had you weigh yourself through all of this. Um, so th the change of your body weight through this process, like we were talking about today, is indicating not only what your fluid is doing, but also reflects what your glycogen intramuscular triglycerides and intramuscular fluid is doing yeah so i'm looking at what your morning weight is looking at so seven days out when you should be in shape you were in shape and then looking at that maybe the morning before you carved up which is probably the lowest or at least it should be compared to the morning of the photo shoot that's going to give us some indication of how well you dried out you you really should be lighter the morning of that photo shoot if everything worked out well um if your body weight isn't the lightest of the whole week that morning then either you were you were absolutely on fire and you just you shouldn't have peaked at all because you look great already yeah you didn't put in enough carbs or you were too depleted at the beginning. Probably not the case. I've never had experience of that happening or you didn't dry out properly. Um, again, this is not me talking to everyone. This is me talking to you. Yeah. Um, because of the way that we've done things here, because it's not like I said before this process, okay, I want to do four days or whatever we did with fat. And then I want to put, carbs in from halfway through the day and then the next day to bed we did it as needed yeah you know? the thing is as well is that yes you have a plan if everything goes how you think it will and so far everything has gone how you think yeah I, everything i've called has happened so far um might be, I might be shooting myself in the foot here, but I'm going to guess that I'm, I'm very rarely wrong about this stuff. 
which is cool. Um, so I, I do think that you will wake up the lightest of the whole week on Friday morning. What day is it today? Wednesday. That's it. That's what I'm struggling to keep fucking track of. I don't know what fucking day it is. I know exactly so, what day it is because I'm obsessed with that little peak. After, after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow we'll really be trying to wash off that fluid. Dietarily, supplementation, right? It'll probably be the most technical, so to speak, of all the days thus far. Um, but the most. Am I going to be stressed in the morning with the plan? <laughs> nah, man. I, I've literally been like waking up freaking out that I've missed your photos. And I'll look at my phone, it's like five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that every day, like, fuck. Like, thinking that you're sat there waiting for me to write back. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't waited once, man, really. At all. The only time you wait is whilst I'm writing it, I think. Yeah, that's it. I've been leaving my phone on loud. I never do that. <laughs> I'm more than happy to wait, bro. So it's. Um... Well, no, because I need to tell you what you need to do straight away. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you know what I mean? Like, I'm only waiting fucking five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, I'm not. As long as I know what I've got to eat for the first meal, I ain't bothered. Yeah. Um, tomorrow could be more like a meal by meal thing we'll have to see so have the meal a couple hours later send pictures or whatever yeah but it, i mean it depends because if i see your photos tonight and and you're where i want you to be and then in the morning you've kind of pulled off a bit of that fluid to the degree i want i could quite easily say do this today because i'll know i'll know what to do i feel like i know your physique by this point <laughs> so mad i'm gonna guess as well no training well, no, because okay, let's, I know, I know, no, no, I know. This is a a cool point because people do things like um, depletion workouts. Yeah, as I mean, you've just been depleting for how many weeks? Why why are you depleting? And then it's like, let's say you've got some glycogen in there. Why are you depleting it just to put it back? Just leave it. You know, it's just additional systemic stress. <laughs> Just leave it alone, bro. That's like saying, I want to lose three pounds next week, so I'm going to gain two this week. What's really weird, Joe, like, and it's weird because it's not just me seeing it. It's like people have said, like, you know, when I woke up this morning, mm. my quads looked twice the size and leaner and with stuff I've never seen on them. Mm. Yeah, because you've filled that muscle cell. Do you know what's really annoying me, though? What? You know, it's a picture on my feed, and then the next day I look better, I'm like, fucking, I look better. Oh, I suppose that one as well. Yeah, but people are loving it, man. I look better on this one. Do you know what? I think it was Holly who said to me today that it's like, this peak's like EastEnders. People can't stop following it. It's fun, man. And, like, I keep thinking, oh, people are going to get annoyed. And then I'm thinking, why the fuck do I care? They're following for a reason. My social media looks like I only coach you at the minute. <laughs> I get I get really anal about. I was talking to Chaz about this, and it's a massive downfall for me as a coach. Like I get really anal about what client photos I post. Like yeah. they have to be in the same lighting, in the same pose, and I'll only do it from like the start to the end of a phase. 
or something like this, which will, which will probably be ages. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not like, I'm really, and I don't like stories like where I'll be like, this person's done this in three weeks or this person's done this in two weeks or something, because I get really like, I don't know, I'm just like anal about it all being really set, you know? Um, yeah, I know what you mean. But, you know, you know, I, I, yeah. But you take your photos in like the same spot with the same light and then we're always changing stuff. So I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can, I can keep sharing it, but then it looks like I'm just like your personal coach. Okay. No one else matters, mate. No one else matters at this point. It's just me. I'd love to be like a Cito where he's got like 10 clients or whatever. And he's <laughs> just looks after them. And they're all, they're all Olympias. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I would, like that actually. Oh, I wouldn't like it because there's no thought that goes into it I don't think yeah if you like do this on, you're gonna respond like like you say on your video about working with Brandon mm. I wouldn't really be that interested because it's like I could tell him to do anything I like the uh, the people that are nothing and then they're something yeah that is fun and even like doing it um, relatively low load, if you get what I mean. Um, yeah, I love. Like, Do you see that picture Chris put up the other day? And then I look back and I'm like, Chris, you weigh like sixty pounds more. Mm. And Chris isn't like a genetic freak. He's got good genetics. He's got good shape. But I think, oh fuck, man. Like, I remember I was watching his. Uh, I remember when the week you were peeking him. I remember that, like the back of my hand. Yeah, that was a fun peek, actually. And I was like, man, that guy's dry. Yeah, nailed that. First time, we didn't practice. Um, in that time. You know when you say about taking someone who's like average? Yeah. Not amazing genetics, you know, but loves the, loves the process. Bro, I, that's what I feel like you've done. I was just about to say this, and this is not me blowing my trumpet in the slightest because everyone who listens to this or watches me on YouTube or follows me on Instagram knows the reason I go to the gym is because I hate my physique and I want to change it for the better. Standard. Yeah. The fact that I love going to the gym, that does help. And I'm going to call out Savannah here because me, me and Savannah, have a, we've known each other for a very long time. She's class. And she always has a go at me for putting myself down like on videos and say like about myself and all, all this sort of stuff. Mm. I'm saying this for her as well as me. But <laughs> like I feel like when I look at the first ever checking pictures, I think, man, that guy is just subpar, bang, bang average. <laughs> yeah. And when I when I send photos now, I think, fucking hell, that actually looks okay. Yeah, you do. Do you know what I'm hyped for? Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and like, even, and again, it's not me like trying to gas myself up because everyone knows I'm not that guy at all. But when people message me saying like, mate, your quads have turned into a strong point and you didn't even use to have legs. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how, because now they've actually got quite a nice shape. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your, your lower body's actually a strong point now. We did that quickly. I think that was fairly obvious what you were doing wrong. Yeah, Emma yeah, Heinard, if you're listening, because um, we've been on a call today, 
And um, yeah, doing less made Christian blow up because that was. And here's another tip for you: if a coach tells you to do something, you do it because normally they know a lot more than you, and that's horrible to that person specific. That's me saying it to everyone because. Yeah, that's what you paid us. If I'd done what I wanted to do this week, I would have doubled my expenditure and pulled food. Yeah, you just got to chill out. Get leaner, bro. The thing is, and I want to tag on with you, like not blowing our own trumpet. I've been coaching for so long and I've put size on so many people now, you know. Um, not like, you know, I'm not the most experienced guy out there by any means, but, you know, it's not the first time I've done it. I've done it to more people than they have done to themselves, you know? And the reason why you're coming to a coach is because you ain't done it yet. Like yeah. Emma said something well cool to me today. And she was like, there's a reason why I'm still small. And I was like, that's a really good point. Like, yeah. There is. Exactly. <laughs> I like, thought yeah. a good quote. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's like everyone. If you want to add muscle, there's a reason why it's still small. It could just be you haven't been doing this long enough. Fair enough. I, I remember, mate, I remember our first, the first time you sent me my stuff to do, 50 weeks ago, this is, and I was second-guessing it and thinking, oh, I can't do that. And, and then I've done it straight away, not questioned it, and wow, okay, that's why you do it then. Don't second-guess Yes, ask questions. That's fine. But there's a reason why someone's telling you to do it. And there's a reason why you've gone to that person. So do what they say. Yeah, and this isn't just like me as a coach. It's like anyone. You've got to yeah. trust, trust, trust in the advice and, and just do it. Because we, again, like, I'm not trying to drag Emma under the bus. I'm pretty sure she listens to this. But like we're having a conversation today where I'm showing her some programming and she's saying, uh, you know, over time, could could we do more? And I'm like, why? How str- how like how much progress have you made? Like, are you maxed out on like how much load you can add? Like, are you strong? N- no, you know, why why would we do more volume? You know, and that goes for everyone. Like, get the most from the least. Like what I was talking about, Doctor Scott yesterday, where where like Scott sort of giving me the plan, and and we were talking about gear, and he was like saying um, how Dante used to have his guys just run 200 milligrams of test and two units of growth whole off season. <laughs> He's like, do you know how big those guys got? Because it was just getting strong and eating loads. And I was like, he said, he, he said something quite cool. He was like, so are you telling me if you eat a lot of food and drive progressive overload in the gym that you're not going to get bigger? I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> that, that's another thing at the moment. Obviously, because I'm not doing anything. My craving for training is through the fucking roof. Mm. And even talking about DC, like we mentioned it on the Q&A that you did with Jazz, because I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you do with someone's training? And you said, you're not going to like this, but I'm going to want you to do this. And you're, the reason you're saying I'm not going to like it is because I'm technically training less in a week. Yeah. I'm not because, it, well, the way I see it, I'm not. Because with Fortitude, 
you're doing four sessions a week. Yeah. Well, with DC, you do four sessions in seven days. That's a week. No, you don't. Traditionally, DC is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, that's what I mean. But Monday, and then you go Monday again within a seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day window. It doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me because yeah. I'm so busy now with my stuff. Well, I need to concentrate on that. Yeah, I will well, say if you had access to a full gym, I'd probably be saying go to tier one FT. Because DC over time, in my experience, a bit fucked on the joints for a lot of people. Unless you yeah. were people that can just pound and just pound and pound and pound. You know, you know who I was chatting to about today because he messaged me about it. Valentin. Oh yeah, you great guy. Yeah, I fucking love Valentin. And yeah. mate, he sent me like seven voice notes on the trot. Yeah, on Insta. Because uh, his first message was, "It changed my life forever." Yeah. And I said, tell me more. And he sent me like seven voice notes of the most amazing like review of it. And he said, mate, you will grow like fuck on that. There's no and way. Back to this. Comes oh. What, sorry? Yeah how, yeah. how You're going to be eating food. Like, being very honest, you're not going to be taking any drugs. No, no. That's fine by me. I'm no, glad. I mean, I've got... Oh, the next OPD episode you're going to love is so timely because we went into exactly what Austin did for his off-season. That, yeah, that look is what you should be looking at. And he's doing 1,100 gram of carbs on a, on a fucking daily basis. Well, here's a lesson for everyone listening. He stayed at TRT, true TRT, prescribed from his doctor. I know his doctor. He's a cool dude. We've had him on the podcast. Um, until he reached the same weight that he got to before his diet and just got strong as shit in that time. Because how hard is it going to be to progressively overload from where you are when you start putting food in? No, easy. And another reason why it's going to be good is because obviously access to a gym now is obsolete. Yeah. And the equipment I have for doing DC... I have an Olympic bar okay I have four plates a side worth of 20s yeah okay I've got two 10 kilo uh, plates two fives two two and a halves adjustable dumbbells okay everything in DC is a compound movement pretty much isn't it yeah well technically well, Dante says really, he doesn't care what movement it is. Pick ones yeah. that have room for big progression. So yeah. you, you could probably make more load progression with a close grip press than you could with a dumbbell kickback. Yes. So from some of the articles I've looked at, it's mainly pretty much it's all compounds. Really, The only but, place you should be looking is dog craps posts on intense yeah. muscle because there's yeah. a lot of shit out there. I was really lucky to be there when it happened and, and do it. I did it for six years. Um, right, I was on, do you know what, Intense Muscles just come back, like skipped relaunching it, which is pretty cool. Like, can we get people back on it? That'd be really cool. But I was there when I was 16, when all this was happening. Um, and reading Dante's post then, fuck dude, do you know what? People need to go back and read that shit now. 
you just look at what he was doing. He had all his guys still doing cardio every day through the off season, <laughs> eating like incredibly high protein, the most basic drug stacks ever, which is another topic for another episode why exotic drugs are just a waste of everyone's time. Like, because in terms of protein accretion, trust me, they've been dropped for, from human clinical studies for a reason. And they're not going to do anything more milligram per milligram. Here's a fact for you. Pretty much every steroid is exactly the same thing. That's true. Um, in terms of like nitrogen retention and protein accretion and stuff. So test, nandrolone, milligram per milligram is going to add just as much muscle as anything else. Like forget taking your trestle and your DHB and stuff. I'm ranting. But so back then, what was he doing? He was just getting people up to like 300 plus pounds. Doesn't matter if they were fat. Trust me, there were some fat fuckers on there, but they got that weight on there. They got strong as shit and then just cut down once. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, look at some of the guys like Justin Harris, Dusty Hanshaw. Mm. You know. Obviously, I've been thinking a lot about the training and stuff because I've got free time, obviously. And in my head, sort of programming and stuff like that and, and thinking, oh, well, I could do this that week, could do this that week. I've got an adjustable bench. So I've got incline, I've got decline, I've got flat, I've got shoulders. And I'm thinking in my head, I've got more than enough shit here because there's no way in hell I'm OHPing four and a half plates a side right. <laughs> barbell. Just so do it until you can. Yeah, I've got all the, the room for the progression in the world. Yeah. Check. Again, I'm not going to be incline barbell pressing four and a half plates a side. So I've got room to fucking progress. The only other one is what? Like legs? Okay, well, I... I <laughs> I'm going to have to start barbell squatting, which I never really properly done. Or get a belt squat. That belt that I put in the, that belt that I put in the um, group the other day is sick. I'm just trying to think that of like three, um, you know, rotations. Let's say belt squat and then the wall foam roller hack squat on a on front a rest squat. pause set. Yeah, front squat on a rest pause set. Remember. I mean, I know Dante traditionally does straight sets for quads. Actually, no, it's a widow. Oh, yeah, it does it. It's a widow maker traditionally. Well, it's a straight set followed by a widow maker three to five minutes after. Yeah, those widow makers will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah explain for the viewers what a widow maker is. Well, I can't even remember. It's like, oh no, you pick 20 reps and a load where there's no, what was it? You could get like eight to 12 or something? Mm. It's so long. And then you essentially keep doing reps, racking it, maybe 15 deep breaths, go again, until you get to 20. Right. Fuck I actually can't wait to be doing that in my garden. The neighbor's thinking, fuck me, this man's possessed. Oh, he's doing dog crap. Don't worry. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> dog crap. I remember this story that Scott told me um, about some guy that asked to train with him. And he said, yeah, man, sure. And they were, they were doing uh, DC a widow maker for Smith squats and Scott did his set. And then they turned to the guy and said, it's your turn now. And the guy was like, fuck that. I'm not even doing it. He was like, I'm not doing that. I'm really, I'm really, I'm excited for it. Cause one, it's something new. It's when the ethos behind it is get strong as fuck. Yeah. It's fun. And how can and you, it's like, and I like the whole, it's one exercise, but rest pauses and stuff. I love a rest pause set, bro. Yeah. 
Perfect to do at home. Fucking okay, right, it is. I'm only doing sort of rest pauses at the minute because of my limitations. So for pecs, I actually acquired, I acquired some wooden Olympic rings today. Yeah, I saw, I saw you put a post and I was going to ask if you managed to get some. Yeah, so, well, some, someone local to me actually said that I can have theirs for free. Very kind. Oh, oh, yeah, I've met, some, I've met some good people in this, in this time recently. Hey, for free, I've got a stationary bike. I've got two adjustable dumbbells, four 20 kilo plates. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, four 20 kilo plates, a bar. Uh, I think that's it, but I've got everything I need, man. So now. Bro, I'll pay, I've paid fuck all for any of my stuff. Well, yeah, I've paid, I haven't paid for any of that yet. Apart from my treadmill, which is 50 quid. And I'll tell you what, mate, that treadmill is fucking perfect. Like, it makes, it, it makes life a lot easier, I think. Um, when you have a dog, it will just be taking up room, bro. That's true. I can't fucking wait for that. Do you want to see mine? Yeah, I'm so excited. Look, there he is. Hunter. Can you see him? Beautiful. Can you see him on the camera? Yeah. You are right, Pat? Hello. He's Absolute G. Eyes coming up now. What are you doing? Where are you sleeping? But here's a question. When you get a dog, where's it going to sleep? Oh, here we go. Is this a trick question, sir? No, I'm just asking. People have preferences. They ask it, that, but when you get your house inspected, they'll ask you that. I'll say probably in its bed, but I'd like the bed to be in my room. Okay. Hello, Pooch. Where does Hunter sleep? He sleeps uh, in bed with us. Oh, he sleeps in your bed? Yeah. See, I thought he'd be against that or something. I don't know why. No. I don't, my doberman slept in a bed for seven years. Um, and my doberman lives with my mum now, but um, we walk them together every morning. He's an old boy now. <sighs> but yeah, in the bed, in the bed. They'll ask you that when they come round, they'll be, where, where's he going to sleep? How high's your fence? All of this stuff. Can't wait. Yeah, man, that'd be good. You want a staffy as well, yeah? I'd like a staffy mainly because, well, there's a few reasons. Not because I, I like, not because I idolise you. Um, <laughs> That's my first staffy. I, I hadn't had a staffy before, Hunter. No, it's um, they're needy as fuck, like me. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get on great. They need a lot of attention, which is great because so do I. Um, and I just think, I don't know, I just, well, I like them, they're nice. And it seems to be, when you, when you look at rescue centres, they seem to be there. Like, yeah, there's a lot of them, or staffy crosses. Um, yeah, but I've found specific staffy rescue homes. Yeah, there just, are them. Just go to your local dog home and see what they've got, man. Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a few near me, so... When we got Hunter, we, we literally walked in and she said, we got this one this morning, so I love him. We didn't look. We weren't there for a staffy or, or anything. We were just there for a dog. You know, I think that's the thing when you rescue a dog, you can't necessarily think, I want this or that or this age or that. Yeah, I know. Are you bothered about age? I don't, I don't want it very old because... I don't want to get so attached and then a couple of years later he's fucking dead. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean that's what, especially like if you haven't had a dog for. I'd I'd do that. I'd I'd have an old dog and have it for a couple of years and stuff. Now, um, I don't think I would have done back in the day. What one to two years old? You'd be lucky. Mm. Well, I don't know. Not with a staffy actually, because loads of them are bred and then people don't want them. Hunter wasn't even one when we got him. Quite lucky. There you go. Doberman was four months when we got him, but again, very lucky. Both of them have or had aggression problems and no one else would have them. Hunter's still got aggression problems. Um, we're trying to sort out. Um, See Matt Strong's dog. Fucking beautiful. Yeah, very cute. Uh, Lyra? Yeah, something like that. Mm. Rotty, beautiful. Yeah, I'd have a Rotty as well. Yeah, I've never had a Rottweiler. They are cute, though. My cousin's got one. They're nice. Saw so, so a German Shepherd puppy today on a walk. Fuck me. Yeah, they're nice. Like a little teddy bear, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Would you rescue a German Shepherd? Yeah, that's what I wanted originally. Yeah, mad hair. Hair everywhere. Yeah, and just like probably too big for my ass. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. I've lived in smaller houses than you with bigger dogs. You, mate, if anything, Hunter requires more space than our Doberman ever did. Because mm. they just lay around, the bigger dogs. Yeah. Fucks everything up. Went in the garden today, man. He's dug a giant hole that gets him into next door's garden. What the fuck? And he got fucked up the whole garden, pulled up all the, like, the lining. Like, you're gonna, he's going to be the deaf in you, man. Stress me out sometimes. Stressful in the morning. We got this bloke, oh, we got this bloke with this little pug thing. So when we first got Hunter, literally the first day, we was out walking him and a pug bit him. And, and ever since then, he's been on a tirade against pugs. And um, this pugs bloke, shit. we have to avoid little dogs at the minute because he's still got aggression, dominance issues with little dogs. And obviously with it being quarantined, we can't take him to training. So um, you can only really walk him with bigger dogs. Uh, but he, he, he will kill it if he gets it. Jesus. Um, because there was another pug actually after that that bit him. Um, it walked up to him and bit his leg. <laughs> I don't know why pugs don't like it. But then Hunter bit his head and oh. literally swung it around. And it, it took every bit of strength I had to open his jaw off this dog. You're going to get Luca messaging you after this? I think people forget that they're not, they're not humans, though. Yeah. He doesn't understand the situation. Some, someone's just walked up to him and bit him. He's probably thinking, fuck, I'm going to kill... You know, if someone walked up to you in the street and punched you in the face... <laughs> Animal instinct. But yeah, you're going to defend yourself, aren't you? I didn't blame him, you know. Mate, right now, though, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Probably wouldn't even notice. <laughs> you're right. I was thinking about this today because I haven't like properly trained martial arts in quarantine apart from on the bag in my garden. I'm thinking like you lose a bit of like even though you're never gonna have a fight in day-to-day -day life. It's never it's never happened to me in my whole life. But you lose a bit of like confidence. Could fight someone over some food, probably. Maybe, yeah. Maybe if it comes to that, we'll be in the top one percent of people that can look after themselves. Well, someone was messaging me like <laughs> like What's your first meal going to be? I'm like, man, I don't even care. I don't. Yeah. I'm past that 
crave food thing. I don't crave it. Like, I know I send you posts of smoking, but it's generally like, yeah, that looks bad. But I don't like think, oh my God, I need that. I never think like that. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to get like a pizza. I couldn't think of anything worse than a pizza. I like, I like mate, I like a quote unquote clean sheet. Like, yeah. um, like a Turkish mixed mm-hmm. grill, rice, some chips. And I, I obviously have to cop it, cap it off with cookies and ice cream. Oh, yeah. But I'm never ill after that. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. Mate, I always think, like, if I go out for like a massive greasy or something, I'm just going to be on the shitter, man. I can't yeah. be asked. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what? Last week, though, I had, a Papa, I had a Papa John's pizza and it was really nice. Yeah, you know what? Since people keep mentioning pizza to me, I'm like, yeah, I could probably smash one. But like, pizza's never the thing where I think, oh, man, I need a pizza. We're going to get a good munch that weekend, though, isn't it? Yeah, of course, man. Of course we will. But but you, you know what I'll enjoy more? Is the, the social side of it, not the yeah. food. Yeah, of course. I'm not bothered. Like, I know you're going to be like, yeah, let, let's get in one off-plan meal a week back again and stuff like that. But the thing is, at the moment, I live alone. Yeah. I'm really going I'd rather just probably put a bit more dark chocolate or something on my fucking yeah. The thing is, it's not necessarily about, it's not a calorie thing. It's establishing a degree of like recognising hunger signals and mindful eating practice. Yeah. That's why I tend to implement that like off the bat with people. It's like, if they're, even if they're not dieting for an end goal, I'll keep that in as long as I can. Yeah. Like when I ended this diet, first thing I was like, Date night with Jazz. Great. Thing is, I'll, I'll happily do it if you say, this is the plan. I'm like, yeah, cool, don't worry, I'll go and get something. Well, you know I'm not going to pile fat on you, because why would I do that? It makes me look better. Yeah, please don't do that. Because I know as much as, I, know as, much as look, I want to progress and all that sort of stuff, but I was thinking today, like, I still want to take it relatively slow, because the next time I diet is going to be in mid-2021. We've got all the growing time in the fucking world. Yeah. You know, it could be even longer if you want to do it properly. Yeah, and that's not that's not me saying, "Hey, bro, I want to stay lean." Yeah, because well, no, I know. Someone said that to me today. I, Abraham said it to me today. I was like, "Look, like, are you going to try and stay lean for a bit?" I'm like, as soon as that shoot's done, the new plan's in place, and I start it the next day. Yeah, and you know, you're going to have to gain a bit of body fat to be able to gain any yeah. weight, and some fluids going to go on. But you can only accrue new skeletal muscle tissue so fast. Once we're maxed out there, there's no point putting fat on there. And then there's no point eating more. There's no point taking more drugs. You know, it's what everything has to be progressive over the entirety of a gaining phase. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. There's no point saying take three grams of gear and eat 10,000 calories because it's not going to... And that's not, by the way, that's not me saying I can't wait because I can't wait for this dieting phase. I'm living every day of this. Absolutely living it every day. However, when there's a new goal set, then I'll start living that instead. Yeah, yeah. I think we're. I think that's why we click well because we're similar like that. I think you used to be like that, though. Stay <laughs> lean all year round, bro. Clean gains. I've think, never been like that. I'm going binge on a Saturday because I wasn't eating enough in the week. Yeah, yeah. No figure. I think I think we can get you really fucking big. It's just gonna take. Some- <laughs> yeah, man. I'm up for that, but I've got enough ice cream in the fridge for the first three weeks. So that's um, 
you got any no, coming together yet? I did do, but that's pre-quarantine because when new flavours come out and you can't find them for fucking ages, it does my head in. Yeah. And the only food that I do, quote unquote, not crave because I would never come off my diet for it, but I do enjoy a tub of Ben and when they release a new flavour and you can't fucking find it anywhere, when you do, you have to cop it and you have to put it in the fridge for when freezer when you're going to use it. Yeah, I did it. I did it with the Netflix and Chilled when I saw it. I yeah. Netflix and Chilled. I've got that Caramac bar one, you know. Oh, yeah. I haven't had that yet. Fair, no, Fairway to Heaven, you've had that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Caramel ice cream and caramel bar chunks. That's so nice. But yeah, everyone who's had it said it's pretty good. Cone together. Oh yeah, the Biscoff one. That one. The Biscoff, whole Biscoff one. That's meant to be a ten out of ten. So I need yeah, to I like find the cone together. I haven't have. I haven't seen it. I yet. bought two tubs yesterday because me and Jazz loved it so much. I'm gonna oh, I thought you were gonna say, "Oh, I've got that in for when you when you're down." Right. Here. The co-op next to us has fucking twenty tubs of that shit in it. Has it got Netflix and chill? Yeah. For I'm some, having that. Though. We've got. A whole I know. You said, I know you said about it. I don't care. No, you got to try it. I just didn't personally rate it. But when you say the brownies are too big in it, no, but they were like, um, you know, them brownies that are kind of like uncooked and a bit like it's all stuck in your teeth and. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, I didn't rate it. I just I'm love that one. I thought the ice cream was nice, but there was just too much filling, man. It was just like eating a chocolate bar. Yeah, I like that though. Oh, mate, you know what we're going to need to get together? What? <laughs> Yorkie raisin and biscuit. Remember, oh, Rob? That's, that's the best That's the best bar. <laughs> I'm going to get all this stuff, bro, and then we're going to get to them like, man, I'm not even hungry. We did you that last week. Bars. We, we bought loads of food, and then we were like, oh, don't even want this. Yeah. Just ate it anyway, and then we were like, ugh. And then I'll drop like three pounds off for fuck's sake. So I know what'll happen. I'll have that. And then the next day I'm like ramping, ready to go, new plan. Let's fucking have it. And when I see people's post show plans and they've added 25 gram of carbs a day, I'm like, you are fucking stupid. <laughs> I can't be like, well, from what we've been doing the past three days of, lo- well, two days of loading, I know my food's going to have to be fucking high this off. Uh, well, bear in mind. No, it won't start off like that. Well, bear in mind that the reason you've eaten so much and not gained weight is simply because you're refilling. Once you're full, you're full. And you're going to be full after the shoot, hopefully. But regardless of of that, we know my food has to get pretty full. I I know that, all things considered, there's going to be at least a 700 daily calorie bump with a free meal added. Yeah, standard. At least. Just knowing from you in the past there's 4k cows on a training day straight off the bat (laughs) (laughs) she's nice and you know i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do this year uh with myself because i get very set in the routine you know that i'll just eat the same every day day. i'm gonna vary protein sources more like i have done last two weeks i I vary my protein source in last two weeks more than i ever have yeah it is I mean, stuff like when people have wraps. I'm like, man, I can't remember last time I had a wrap. Mm, yeah, I'm a bit guilty of that. Yeah. And the thing is, when when your food is that high, you do have the beauty of you can make anything fit, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's you know sometimes it's just being asked. Look, I know this meal that I always have every day tastes amazing. So why fucking change it? 
yeah, I'm kind of like that. I'm really happy with all the food I eat, so I just fucking leave it. But then yeah, one can change a meal and be like, whoa, that was sick. I'm going to have that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. All right, I've got to go and eat my last meal, man. I was going to say, man, fuck me. We've, we've rumbled. That was a really good one. Though. I really enjoyed that. Good, good bit of informative and a good bit of chat. Yeah, man. Hopefully you guys like that. Um, check out mine and Christian's sponsors below. I've also just added a CarbsCast link to my website. Well, Jasmine has. You, you've seen my new website design yet? No, I'm going to have a look. So I don't know. I haven't changed the domain name yet, and it's not finished. Currently just pictures of you, by the looks of it. Standard. See, are you on it? Uh, two, six. You're a one, or... Uh, yeah, JJ Physique. Yeah. See it. Yeah. Looks sick, isn't it? Jasmine did that. I love Jasmine. Yeah, she's alright. You see on the podcast, it's got a little link down to Carbscast. Yeah, boy. See that link's the only one, It's the only one people should be clicking. It depends what they want, man. <laughs> you want informative bullshit? Yeah, man. Yeah. If you want to learn something, click on it. Although today we, we smashed it. Yeah, proper. Um, I feel like you should get this out tomorrow. I will get it out tomorrow. Don't worry about that. It's fucking ages to upload, man. No, no. It's shit like that, If you ever want me to do it, mate, I'll happily do it. I don't know how, but you can tell me how. It's long, man. It's easier just... It would take me longer to explain it than to just do it. Okay. Do you know what an RSS feed is? No, I know we've got yeah. All right, thanks for listening, guys. I'm going to go and have, I'm actually going to go and have a whey cake with some frozen grapes and dark chocolate. Top it off. I don't mention dark chocolate to me. I've been without fats for one day and I'm fucking crazy. I've got 30 grams to eat. Oh, baby. Oh, yes. Um, have that meal like three times a day at the minute. Love it. I'll go and uh, send you pictures now. Yeah, I need them. Please get me them pics. I think I might have spilled. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. I can, feel my, I can feel my tummy a little bit. Yeah, but that's not really what I'm looking at. I know your your spots. The first one I'm going to look at is your hamstring. Yeah. Nah, it feels dry as a bone. <sighs> Keep putting them calves in them, boy. <laughs> it feels flat as... feels... Uh, what was it? Flat as a... Flat as a pancake. No. Um... Stiff as a plank. <laughs> Fuck off. I saw that today. I was going to comment oh, like, stiff. I am stiff as a plank. Uh, anyway, guys, look, we're still doing it right. See you later. Thanks for listening. Epic. Peace.